0: Welcome to another episode of the Outdoor Scholars Podcast, where you get a chance to learn all about the only program in the country that keeps students involved in the outdoors while educating them on career opportunities within the outdoor industry. Hey guys, we're back with another episode of Outdoor Scholars podcast. We're here in Venice, Louisiana, at uh, Yellow Cotton Bayside Cabins, uh, just after a big day of red fishing with Native Adventures. Uh, every year for the last five years, we've been able to come down and, and go red fishing with these guys at Native Adventures, and, and man, do they put us on the fish! You know, we try to come every year uh, between the middle of October to the first of November, uh, and no matter what the weather conditions are, no matter the time that we're here, we always catch fish. Uh, these guys do a, uh, an excellent job at putting us on the fish um, each and every year. And, and today was no different. It was a little bit uh, tougher in the beginning, but once we found the fish, we stayed on them and, and loaded the cooler full uh, of redfish and, and sheep's head. Uh, so I've got a couple of guys here with me uh, that, that came on this trip. Uh, this is the first time they've ever been on this particular trip, and we're going to get a little feedback from each of them. Uh, we have Levi, Drew, Solomon, Hunter, and Cade on this trip, uh, so I'm going to start with you, Levi. Uh, tell everybody if if this was your first red fishing trip or, or not, and 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 if so, kind of what did you think coming into this, not not uh, having any experience catching redfish.
1: So this was definitely my first, uh, red fishing trip. Um, before today, my only experience fishing in anything saltwater whatsoever, uh, was just fishing off of piers in like Destin, Florida. But I was expecting to come out and be like, I, I, I didn't know whether to expect deep sea fishing or like fishing in a bay. We actually fished in a bay and we were put on a lot of, uh, fish that, uh, were sizable and fought really hard it was really cool to experience that to get to have fish that were bigger than what we would catch back home as far as like bass and stuff like that
0: what about you drew have you ever been down to to venice or down in here in louisiana or anywhere to to go after any these uh redfish no
2: sir i haven't my actually my only experience actually um fishing in shore was for mangrove snapper but this trip was really cool because those redfish, they don't play around, and when you hooked one, they run your butt up and down that grass line until you tire them out. Um, it was actually a really cool experience getting come down here to Venice for the first time and fish with Native Adventures and get to see how they run their guide company. It was pretty awesome.
0: Well, you know, it's it's always a, a great experience to come down and, and try new things, uh, uh, things that you've never done before and, and catch fish you, you've never you know uh, had an opportunity to, to go after. Uh, Hunter, I know you were on the same boat with, with Levi and, and Drew. Uh was this your first opportunity to come down and, and catch some redfish?
3: Uh yes. It was my first time ever coming to Louisiana for redfish. It was it was a memorable trip. I enjoyed it. Native Adventures really puts on a good God service. And yeah.
0: Did you have a good time?
3: Oh yeah, I had a great time.
0: All right, so so Drew Levi and Hunter were all in, in one boat. Garrett Devers was running the camera um, uh, for Outdoor Scholars TV. To just give the, the listeners uh, an idea of, of where y'all are uh, in school, uh, what you're studying, and, and what your hometown is. Hunter, we'll start with you.
3: Uh, my hometown is Abbottville. It's in northern Alabama next to Gunnersville, you know, good old Lake Gunnersville. Uh, I learned on the trip not to stand next to Garrett because he will hit you in the head with a lure.
0: No, that's, that's Drew.
3: <laughs> Drew, my bad. And he will lacerate your ear open and you will bleed.
0: We'll, we'll get to that in a minute. So, so you are a freshman this year, and, and what are you studying? Uh, I am studying biology. Biology. Do you have any idea what you want to do with a biology degree once you finish?
3: Uh, I want to focus mainly on zoology. That way I can transition into a career as a game warden.
0: Awesome. Good deal. Levi, you've been in the program for for a few years. I know last year um, we had the opportunity to go to uh, Monroe, Louisiana, for a deer hunt, and you took a really nice uh, eight point up there. Uh, And you've gotten to do a lot of of cool things uh, throughout your time in the program. Uh, You're getting ready to graduate uh, here after another semester. Uh, Tell everybody what your major is and kind of what your plans are after graduation.
1: So before coming to Montevallo, I was actually at Jeff State for a number of years. Um, I didn't really know what I wanted to major in. I was just taking business classes, uh, trying to keep it as general as possible so that I could go into whatever I wanted to. Um, Right before coming to Montevallo, I actually started working at Saginaw Pipe and realized I wanted to get into sales. So I am a marketing major, and uh, like you said, I'm planning on graduating in May.
0: And one of the cool things about about our program is is, is, is it's not a cookie-cutter type program where everybody comes in and, and does the same thing and majors in the same thing. Everybody has different likes and different interests and, and different passions. Just because you're in the Outdoor Scholars Program doesn't mean you're necessarily looking for a degree or a, a, a career opportunity in the outdoor industry. It may just be you enjoy the outdoors as a hobby and a passion. Uh, whereas Hunter said he wants to be a game warden, uh, we have other guys that are interested in you know videography and production and then also the marketing side of things, but but want to get be more focused in, in the outdoor world. So it's really cool to see how this program has developed and, and see how it uh, allows everybody with a different uh, interest and likes to, to really partake and get involved and dive in through this program. So Drew, tell everybody a little bit about what you're studying and where you are in school.
2: I'm a f- first or I'm a sophomore. In college, um, I'm studying history, and my goal one day is to be a special ed teacher. Um, My passion is working with special ed students um, through the life skills and teaching them how to work in the real world. Um, And I'm not like most of the other outdoor scholars, whereas they want to go into sales or marketing in the outdoor industry. I found my passion while I was in high school, and Valley was the perfect place for me to go learn how to teach these students how to live in the real world um, and become productive members of society.
0: And if Drew hasn't told you, he's from Hoover, Alabama. Uh, on, the, on the other boat today, we had uh, Cade and, and uh, Solomon and myself and uh, Ethan, uh, one of our freshmen, was filming. Uh, we had a great time out there. Uh, Solomon, I know you said you've caught some redfish before. I don't think any quite the size that, that we caught. Uh, but, but tell everybody a little bit about, about your experience today out on the waters with uh, Native Adventures.
4: Yeah, so it was a great time out there in uh, Louisiana here. Um, so like the red fishing I've done before is just like in Florida, mangroves. Um, so that's kind of what I was first expecting. And then doing uh, looking at the air around here, it's a lot more marsh and um, a bunch of different mixes of grasses that actually reminded me a lot of Lake Okeechobee down in Florida more than any saltwater I've seen before. So... The interesting thing about this trip is we had that crazy storm the night before and it was interesting to see how the guides tackled that weather change. Um, it muddied up the water, messed up the grass, but instead of just shutting off, they just adjusted to a different line and they were still running bait up and down the grass lines. So it was a lot of fun watching the flurries come in, pitching your corks with the shrimp on it. and it was when we got on and we doubled up a lot of times and the interesting part is you actually catch usually the sheephead first and then a wave of uh redfish would come in but both species really fun to catch and it was an overall great time
0: well as you can tell by by solomon's voice he doesn't sound like all of us from down in the south solomon's actually up from minnesota uh, he came down uh, this this past summer uh, and joined our program and is on the University of Montevallo fishing team. Um, as he mentioned a, a minute ago, you know, there was a big tropical storm that, that pushed through very quickly yesterday. Uh, they had about five or six inches of rain. We had a little difficulties even getting into the marina this morning, hadn't, having to, to drive through some uh, flooded roads and uh, a lot of standing water, but... Uh, we end up making it, had to Had to roll our pants legs up a little bit to, to get down to the marina this morning. But uh, as, as Solomon said, you know, these guys at Native Adventures, they, they fish seven days a week. Uh, they run anywhere from six to eight boats a day. So they kind of know where the fish are and what they're doing, and, and they've really had some inconsistencies in, in the weather patterns over the last uh, week and a half. So, you know, the, the, the redfish tip typically like to be in that shallower water well when the 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 fresh water comes in from all the rainfall and and the the high rivers here on the mississippi river it pushes them out to deeper waters and with the 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 change over the last uh every two or three days the the redfish seemed to be just staying a little bit deeper water they weren't in the real real shallow parts uh that they're they're accustomed to uh so so those guys knew that they knew what to expect and uh they they definitely put us uh put us on the fish today and and uh you know we didn't catch all that many reds i think both boats together caught roughly 22 23 and we end up with 53 uh, sheep's head they were boy they were everywhere it seemed like as soon as you dropped it in the water they were they were there but uh so Cade, tell us a little bit about yourself where you are in school where you're from
5: uh i'm a sophomore in uh college now but i'm from helena high school uh that's where I graduated I it's only like 30 minutes away from Montevallo so uh you know not too far from home but yeah I'm a uh, marketing major and you know I mean I guess you could refer to me as one of the stereotypical outdoor scholars kids I, I actually do I would uh I would actually enjoy having a job in outdoor scholar, in, in the outdoor industry you know with uh, some sort of a marketing uh you know field with it but uh whether you know be working for a company or maybe you know uh branching off uh, of a company and you know starting my own company up any uh one day but, but yeah overall the the trip was great i mean I, I had a blast this was uh this was i guess one of my i guess true first times of just uh strictly going red fishing i mean uh, i've been you know inshore fishing several times before and you know we have, i've never really you know been as serious about it as you know we were today i mean the the guy was great he, he you could tell he was having just as, uh just as much fun as we were and uh i mean you know we we were talking about uh about how how loaded the cooler was at the end of the day i mean i think we had roughly you know 40 fish or so or in our big cooler it was you know, big cooler, and it, we couldn't even get the things shut at the end of the day. I mean, it was it was awesome. We were catching fish all day long, and and I, uh, I had a blast. You know, I would definitely recommend it to anyone who uh, enjoys
0: fishing and, uh, and just enjoys being on the water in general. Yeah, I remember when we finished up at the end of the day, we had somebody standing on each side of the cooler and trying to strap it down and, and barely got it down. So uh, when you talk about somebody having a cooler full of fish, we definitely had that today. So, Hunter, going back to, to you, you said something about something happened on the boat this, this, this morning. You know, I remember we were driving down, getting close to you guys, and, and uh, uh, Captain Rue come over the, the, the radio there, and he said something about blood in the boat, and it wasn't from fish, and we're like, oh, Lord, somebody done got hooked. We took took a, a vote in our boat trying to guess who hooked somebody, and, and we, we had a good census of, of who it may have may have been but but take us kinda of through what what happened to you today.
3: Oh man. Um it was when we just had got out and started casting. I think it was about the third cast for old Drew. Out of nowhere I just feel something hit me in the head and next thing I know, they're like, Hey man, you're bleeding and I'm like, Really? Am I? And I touched my ear and I was like, Oh, I am bleeding And uh I got dragged for it all day, made fun of by all the gods, but it was in a good sense of humor, not like putting me down or anything.
0: So, so basically what happened was Drew reared back, uh, and again, Drew's from Hoover, Alabama, but Drew re- reared back to, to throw his line in the water, and, and he just he, he ripped uh, old Hunter a new one, tore straight through the hood of his jacket, caught him in the ear, tore out his ear. Uh, so, Drew, Drew, you landed a big one from the get-go. Yes, sir.
2: Um, right after I uh, I busted old Hunter in the head with a cork and cork and a jig head, I went on a little tear there and put about five or six redfish in the boat real quick and caught a couple of sheep's head and started. I couldn't do any wrong, and the guide was the guide was thinking it was something to do with hitting Hunter in the head. I'm not sure about that, but uh, it was a really great day. Old Rue put us
0: on them pretty good. He did. He's a he's a fun guy to fish with. I I fished with him before out of his boat, and uh, you know he he makes it entertaining, and and uh, it's always good. And he's very knowledgeable about what what's going on and everything. So, Levi, how'd you how'd you manage not to get hooked or anything today? Basically, my strategy right from the get go,
1: being the only person not on the fishing team, was just to stay as far away from everybody else as possible. Not because I didn't want to get hooked, just I didn't want to hook anybody. We were working with really long leaders, and I just really didn't want to. Uh, it was really hard to cast them in general, but uh, I was just trying to stay away from everybody and stay out of everybody's way. I, like I say, this was my first time being on saltwater, period, in a boat.
0: Well, it, it is hard to to cast uh, the equipment that we were using, the, the spinning rods, with about a two-and-a-half or, or, or three-foot uh, leader. Uh, it, it, it's tough. You have to get adjusted to it and, and get a feel for it. and. Uh, just so happened Drew drew had the biggest catch of the day uh but but we, our boat our, our boat managed to to hold our own we, we we caught some big ones just not each other we, we caught some big reds uh, old Solomon he got him one bull red and, and Cade got two uh, Solomon what would you think when you when you hooked into that thing did you know you had a big fish
4: Yeah right away I knew um it was kind of near the beginning of the day I've caught two other redfish that morning and they were like half the size Um, you can definitely tell for the most part when you hook a redfish or a sheep's head just the way they fight the redfish just run really fast right when you hook them so this one you hooked him uh, he ran straight toward the grass and you just had to force him out as best you can luckily he didn't wrap up too hard so I was able to get him out and get him in the net
0: well, there for a little while, Cade and I were thinking you were going to be the only one to catch any fish. You were just, just reeling them in one after another, and we were trying to do the same things and couldn't couldn't figure anything out that you were doing any different than us. And Cade and I talked a little bit about a game plan. Cade, tell us a little bit about that game plan we had. Well, uh, you know,
5: like William said earlier, I mean, Solomon, he's uh, from Minnesota, so uh, he has a little bit of an accent, and you know – a little bit different than our uh, southern accent that we have from down here but we, uh, we we discovered that you know in order to catch fish you have to uh, use a northern accent so so we were just talked back to back and forth to each other with a uh, a yankee accent and uh you know and, and it it actually ended up paying off uh, pretty uh, pretty pretty fast we ended, uh, we ended up catching fish left and right once we started using the, that tactic
0: yeah we we, we started putting them in, in the ice box yeah
1: yeah
0: we did yeah <laughs> we had a good good time with it and and uh hey anything you got to do to to keep uh keep catching fish and, and having a good time and that's what it's all about i think my favorite part of the whole trip though was after we got back we took the pictures, got them cleaned up and we came over and got the grill going and and threw through these redfish on the grill and, and sheep's head and and had a great dinner uh i know for some of y'all this was the first time to to, to ever have uh, redfish. Um, uh, what'd y'all think about dinner tonight? Um, dinner was great. I've had, I had redfish with the outdoor
1: scholars before it was my first time, but this was the second time. And I mean, I've, uh, William Crawford as a chef has yet to disappoint thus far.
0: That's right. And and one of the cool <laughs> things, right. one of the cool things about the program is, is regardless of where we go and what we're doing, we always bring back to campus all, the, the game that we, we harvest and, and, and let all the students try it and try to teach them how to cook it. And, you know, when we're at camp, we always try to, to cook some of the stuff that we've we've gotten through the, the trip. And it's always a good time to, to just sit around and, and share the, the different memories and laughs that we've had throughout the, the course of the day. Uh, Solomon, you ever had redfish before?
4: Yes, I have when I caught them down in Florida. Um, but as always, it was amazing and uh, can't wait to have it again
0: well again this this trip uh, as always is always a good one for us to come on it's always the most sought after trip for all the students and and uh, again it didn't disappoint uh, another thing that we do with native adventures every year is come on a duck hunt uh, we did a duck hunt with them uh, last year and, and killed quite a few uh, birds we went ahead and booked the trip for this year uh, so later on in january where january we'll be back down here again uh shooting shooting birds and uh seeing what else we can get into but uh, man what a what a great day it was uh even though the weather didn't fully cooperate we made the best of it and, and caught a lot of fish and, and had a great time um any of you guys have anything in closing that, y- that y'all would like to add
3: just don't
0: don't stand next
3: to drew when you're fishing
1: Giving it to Drew hard. That's that's rough. He's he will never live that one down. Not not as long as he is in the outdoor scholars program. That poor kid. He's been worried about it all day and he's just he has suffered some serious chirping for that.
0: So, you know, again, everybody had a great time and we've learned a valuable lesson. Stay as far away from Drew as possible on the on the front of the boat while you're fishing, especially red fishing here in Venice. Well, that wraps us up for this episode of Outdoor Scholars Podcast. Check back with us next time to see where in the world we may be and what in the world we may be doing. If you enjoyed today's podcast, do us a favor and hit the subscribe button. Also, it would really help us out if you would rate and review. Be sure to come back often for a new episode of Outdoor Scholars Podcast.